What cemetery is this called, Mom? Fairmont. I haven't seen Aunt Nancy's grave here yet. Grandma Jenny? Yeah. Grandma and Grandpa. Oh, Grandma and Grandpa. Here's Grandma. Grandpa Arnold, Edwin. 1879 and 1954. The Petters, Petterson. Arnold Edwin Petterson. 1879, 1951. Together forever. Yeah. Jenny Marie, 1880 to 1963. Together forever, Marion S. 1912 to 2012. Boy, I love how you got all the, the all the mountains yeah. and the yeah. pine yeah. trees are on there. It's amazing how these sculptors can can chisel that in there. And did my, we? My uncle there's a, is illegally. Oh, that's a penny from. Did we leave that penny there? Wings. Uh -huh. That's awesome. And Uncle Art is illegally here above. With my grandma. Uncle Art is here too? Illegally. Yes. Oh, illegally. You guys just come out here with the shovel one day and yeah. put them in there? <laughs> you did? That's great. Oh, you know, I think last time we were here, I, was, I saw oh, Uncle right. Arnie's. Okay. Arnold Edwin. I keep forgetting his name. middle name was Edwin. I got to use that name for a character at some point. Arnold Edwin Mammoth, Arnie. Yeah, there he is with his boat. You can't see it because we got his boat. back, but it's, he's gone fishing. Oh, yeah, it says gone fishing on it. Uh -huh. I love it. That's an angel gone guy. fishing. Angel his I love that they chiseled a little like fisherman in there. Yeah. September, September 19th, 1935, December 16th, 2009. Wow. Yeah. So crazy. It's been... That Almost. many years so far. Uh -huh. Nine. Wow, nine years he's been gone. Vitus. Yeah. Marianne Joyce Mammoth. So she preferred to be called Joyce, huh? Yeah. We love you, Mom. That's great. Nineteen thirty four to nineteen eighty eight.
and then you remember she wanted to be called Joyce. At what, what age did she decide to be called Joyce? Oh, probably early teenagers. I don't know. I was... I don't even know if I was born yet, but she decided to be called Joyce. Wow. Wow. Aunt Nancy's just so shiny and... new. Loving wife and mother. This, Yeah, this is the first time I've seen this one. With the daisies. June 6, 1940 to April yeah. 2nd, 2017. Oh, that's great. The top part? What about it? Is that for Uncle Tom? Is that reserved for him? The top part? Is that top par part reserved for so. him, do you know? No, I don't oh. think so. What are the holes for? What are they? I don't know. To put flowers in, I guess? I don't oh. know. I really don't know. Because he doesn't want to be buried. I don't even remember this he's part. Not even, uh, he's uh, atheist. It's a pretty so. Atheists don't get buried? No. They get shot out of the cannon? No, they don't. They're, they're, what do they do? They're non-believers. What do they do? Just throw their dead bodies in a field? I thought they... I thought he, they reserved this. They wanted it for both of them to be buried here. I don't know. She just wanted her ashes scattered. But Kelly wanted to do this. Um, oh. Wow, families together. It's a big family. We gotta give a penny because Joyce is Angel's got got her wings. Our penny is gone. Maybe it's in your, maybe there's a penny in your car. Maybe Jenny's got one. Hey, Jen, Jen, do you have a penny? Or there might. pennies, half of our angels lost their wings. I probably have some. Those of you listening right now, you've probably gathered that we're at the cemetery. My great grandma and grandpa, my grandma and grandpa. Boy, it's just crazy to hear myself say it out loud and just like, I'm just blasted with so many memories right now. Huh? Do I want any of the other pennies? Do any of the other ones have pennies on Oh, let me see. Uh, let's see, we might need one. Two. Two. I think so. Understand now why people like going to cemeteries. Angel. 
Let's give that one to, uh, give that one to Aunt Joyce. So, Uncle Arnie, Aunt Joyce, Aunt Nancy. God, that must be crazy to be the only one surviving of your family. It's bizarre when I think about that, that my mom is the only one surviving of that, that family. What was that story you were saying that um, he he used to work in a or or actually great grandma Jenny used to work in a bakery? Yeah. Or uh huh. And he'd come by every day. He was a carpenter. And he'd look in the window and she thought he was so handsome. She was so shy. I think he was so handsome, you know, so she'd look away and, and he'd, he'd look at her, you know, and just kind of tip he'd his He'd just hat. see her through the window? Yeah. Just his hat at her and she'd look away and finally one day he came in to, to meet her and she said, oh, I thought he was so handsome. And he was, let's see, what was he, a year, year older? Yeah, I know finally he got up on the to come in and talk with her a little bit. I think she was working for her aunt. And uh, he started recording. Recording. That's awesome. And then they both found out that they were from Norway, huh? Oh, they knew they were from Norway because they were in a Norwegian area. Yeah, you could tell. I mean, they spoke heavy, you know, accent. Oh, so she knew he was Norwegian just by looking at him through the window? Yeah, but it was all Norwegian people in that area. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kind of like if you go to, like, Chinatown or something yeah. like that kind of thing? Yeah. Tall, blonde, good-looking... Uncle Annie, mm. you know, just a really good looking guy. Oh, I only have a little scissors, so we're not going to do any of the cutting. I'll have to come out to do that. Did she teach you Norwegian? I just learned bits and pieces. She and my mom used to speak it all the time. And my grand, my dad, too. My dad oh my gosh. more Norwegian than he did German. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that Grandma spoke Norwegian. Yeah, That's uh -huh. crazy. Her brother... She uh, never once demonstrated that in all the years I've known her. She, I, I heard... You heard her speak some, Norwegian? I heard her say some words. Wow. Her brother, her youngest brother, Earl, only spoke Norwegian until he was six. She oh. Some, some words and sentences. I never heard her, like, speak full. Yeah, she spoke to my, and my father, too. Huh. I understood a lot of it, um, but I never actually learned the whole language. Do you think you could, uh, if you heard some Norwegians talking, I, uh, you'd be able to pick it up and yeah, you like go, oh, I know what you're saying. I could play.
Do you still have relatives living in, do we, do we still have relatives living in Norway? Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. I remember Grandma always saying, oh, yeah, you go out there and you, you can see your relatives. Put in there? How would we even find those people? Because I intend on doing that someday. Well, I don't know if they'll be alive by then. Do you um, think they would have had any kids at that point? Well, yeah. Probably. Oh, I don't know how I would get a, a way to find those Odemark. folks. O-O-D-E-M-A-R-K. Odemark? Odemark. And that's... Uh, Grandma's side. Grandma's side. Odemark. From Oslo. My grandfather's side was from Bergen. Odemark. I gotta look for that. O D E M A R K? It was actually O. With a little thing. O. Little thing over it. D E M A R K. We've got family tree somewhere that I think Aunt Nancy has, if we can ever get it back. Uncle Arnie had one too, I don't know where that went. So amazing when we were out there at Grandma's just looking through that box and seeing their paperwork like stamped and signed I like when they arrived to America Uncle and Arnie. looking at those photos. Or not Uncle Arnie. I told Uncle um, Tom I need to get that back. Yeah. Yeah, you got to do that before he decides to move well, to Texas or something. Well, I know. He doesn't know where anything is. He's like, I don't remember bringing that. I'm like, what? No, we have it. Yeah. I'm sure if he let you kind of look around, because you remember what it looked like. I should have brought a second pail. Are we just going to... Huh? Do you want me to dump this out and get fresh stuff? Yeah, just so we can... We have bottled water? Before it dries. We're just using it. There's a thing over there. There's water over there? Yeah, it's yeah. the hose. Uh, oh. Uh, There's one over there, too. Oh. Wow. This fresh time. breeze. I mean, this is just... I knew you wouldn't have time to clip all this. We bring clippers with us, so we cut the grass way back and make it look really pretty. So it's all right. This is good. I really don't know what this. Part Those was. might be for flowers, huh? It does look like it. Yeah. I mean, if it's for this, it's very odd that they would have a big one like that because they'd pay more money for it. I mean. It, it it does look like it would be the size of this, like more, yeah. whole, you know, yeah, like another one of these would fit on there. Yeah. So maybe they left that option open in case Uncle Tom did want to be buried here. You know, maybe yeah. they, they're just like, just in case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you, do you want Nancy's? No, because it's getting too uh, dirty. The water was too dirty. I have to rinse it. I just rinsed it. I just got fresh water. That's where it was. Oh, you just rinsed those ones we did already? No, we have to rinse these first. I was just wiping them off with the towel. Oh, could we rinse them and then I'll get my water? Here, Kurt, I'm going to rinse them. You dry them with the towel. Cool. This hasn't been rinsed. Oh, we got to watch a penny. See, 
Thank you, though. Look at that, it's starting to shine. Wow. It's getting shiny. Pedersen. Yeah, it's cool because kind of the sunlight, when it hits it certain ways, you can see little sparkles. Yes. I'm looking at it like it's... I'm starting to see exactly what you're saying. They're starting yeah. to pop up right now as I'm kind of kind of cleaning off these letters here. Yeah. Whatever kind of stone Just a beautiful day out here. Just a beautiful day. Wow. Look at you. What a pretty boy you are. <laughs> <laughs> there are more towels over there too. Maybe we can get one of the cleaners. Oh, thanks, Jenna. Gone fishing. Yeah, he's gone fishing. Well, I don't know why you should get an angel. I don't know if you got your wings yet or not. He's probably cruising the, cruising the area. You know, see what's what. He's fishing in the stream of consciousness. Yeah, there you go. He's here, there, everywhere. They're trying to catch him. You dry off the, um, the marble part too. Oh, 
I wonder what, like the people who own these businesses making gravestones, like what thoughts run through their head while they're chiseling these, like what, what kind of, like just with that idea, like I'm making this for well, you would hope they for put dead some people. Kind of feeling into it, you know, that they really care. But then again, it's a job. They can't get too. Yeah. Yeah. Picking out the, the proper flower arrangements, Jen? Yeah. How's your knee doing? It's a little sore. <laughs> oh boy. You, you walloped it good. What are you finding out? I did this part too quick. I'm going to throw some water in there if we have any. What the, to get the sheen back. Huh. Imagine how many uh, garden gardens uh, and Ancy's planted by now, yeah. and or trees she's grown. Yeah. Flowers and different plants and yeah. special arrangements. Teaching everybody the different types of flowers. <laughs> 
the afterlife botanist. There is. If you just cut this on the bottom, you can see it's gone fishing. At some point in the future, I imagine that they'll have screens you know, down here that will play home videos or show pictures of the times of them growing up and yeah. the great times you shared. Yeah. How late are cemeteries open till? Till dusk. So did you all come out here at dusk and bury Uncle Art over there? Yeah. <laughs> Daddy and Mom and I did. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Wow. So he was there before they were. Yeah. He was, Uncle Art was buried here before Grandma and gr Grandpa were, right? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah. So they had already bought this ahead of time? Is that what it was? Yeah. No, they didn't buy it ahead of time. We already, we had these plots. There's another one here for me. So you yeah, already bought, bought the, the plot ahead of time? About. Oh, gotcha. So you bought, bought the plot ahead of time, and then... Yeah, not the headstones, just you knew, all the plots. It's, and you kind of knew exactly what locations they were going in? Well, yeah, well, he, he wanted to go with Grandma, with his mom. Oh, Uncle Art did. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. oh, I see. Okay, so this was here. So this was died. here. And then Grandma and Grandpa came out, and you came out with them? Mm-hmm. And he was did. Uncle Arnie with you, too? No. Just so me. just the three of you, and then mm -hmm. you put Uncle Art right here. Wow. We dug a hole, and we put him in here with his mom. And then what happened to Uncle Art's wife? Um, well, she moved to Arizona. She would be 101. Wow. And she was cremated. She was Swedish, by the way. Huh. Um, she was cremated, and I don't know what, what Eric did with her ashes. Was it, so were you saying that Uncle Art worked at the, at the Art Institute? Yeah, he worked in the Art Institute in his early years. Oh, thank you. Pretty jam. Did he ever try to sneak any of his art into the Art Institute? No. Boy, oh boy. Those are those kinds of time machine ideas that I think about. Like where, where I'd like to go, who I'd like to meet. I'd love to hang out with Uncle Arnie when he was younger. I'd love to meet Uncle, you know, know Uncle Art and see him making his stuff. Ah, here we go, laying the flowers down.
It's amazing. take a photo with us. This will be going on an Instagram for my future self to look at. I'll take a photo of this right now. So Jenna, were there people at the reunion that um, you had a hard time recognizing? No, because I've seen most of them through the past reunions. So. Oh, you've been on the reunions. That's right. For the most part, it's, it was the same people. Um, who did who did you see this time that you have not seen before? Uh, my yeah. uh, a couple guys I didn't really recognize. They were Josh's friends. Who did you mostly talk with? Talked with everybody. You talked to everyone. You made sure to go around and try to. Yeah, I tried to talk to everybody. But... I did too. There's so many folks to catch up with. So many kids to meet. Yeah. Like, I. I haven't seen some of those guys in eons, you know, and yeah. then to see that, whoa, you got a kid, and like, whoa, you got six kids, and whoa, wait, you got another kid on the way, you got three kids, or, you know, it's just, man, I love the stories that emerge, when, when, only when those specific people are there. Like there, are, there's only a way that those stories will come out of you, or that you remember them. Only if that person were there, you know. Like holy cow, I forgot about. When when would be the last time that I think about Jim Akamando stories, or uh, yeah, of, uh, stories with Kevin, or um, I mean Chuck Ernest, yikes. everyone you wanted to see while you're in town? Were you able to catch up on, on the uh, hanging out with friends part, that you wanted to see? It would have been cool to see the Ernests. Oh yeah. Uh, I texted Kelly and told her, you know, I was sorry she wasn't feeling good. Mm. Our cousin Kelly? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe next time it's so hard to see everybody. I would love to. And I would love it just to see what would happen, like if she were to, if she were to drink ozonated water, how that would affect her condition. This would be an interesting test because I, when I start feeling sniffles and I start sneezing and I start feeling the, like, if I were to draw. Yeah. Lines like I could feel like there's that it feels like weirdly dry back there. Um, usually I don't let it get to this point. I mean, at least ever since I got the ozonated water, ever since I got, ever since I got, or the ozonated, you know, the ozonator, 
Um, so it'll be interesting to go home and to see how many glasses of water it'll take to reverse this to back then, to then being back to not having it anymore. Because obviously, like right now at this point, I know I can already feel it's progressed further down yeah. my nose than yesterday when I went to sleep. Yeah. And so when I go home, it's going to be interesting to. Because I know right now, if I let this go, you already know it's just gonna it's gonna travel down. You're gonna feel it in your throat, and before you know, you're gonna be coughing. So I'm cu- I'm curious to see what's gonna happen, how fast it's gonna reverse it for us. Yeah, my buddy. Yeah, Mike, who you met, he says he hasn't had a cold in how many years? Remember you told you oh, he's yeah. like. Oh yeah, he said he hasn't gotten sick in a long time. Yeah. Mom, who are you able to catch up with at the reunion that, that you... I know you talked to Mike Kent's wife a while, but, like, who, who else did you get a chance to meet and or talk to that you were happy to see? I talked talk, oh, to all of them. You're able to talk to everyone? Yeah. And then, of course, all the boys. Yeah. Um, all the boys. Marty and, of course, Jim and, Melissa. Pretty much everyone. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, cool. Thank you. I brought the mango sauce, sweet and sour, ketchup, and ginger. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I can't wait to test it all out. You are so cool. Look at that. Little buffet of sauce, sauce things. Would you like a fry? Either of you? Well, I like the basket. It looks like it was fried in its own little yeah. thing. You want to try? Want to try one of these dips? One of these sauces? What do you? Well, okay, what was mango? Do you remember? Mm, What's this? I'm not sure. Oh, that's sweet. That's a sweet sour. This is good tart. Mm. This must be that mango she talked about. Mmm. Yeah, it's a good one. I'll put some of that in my sandwich. Yeah, that'd be good on the sandwich. Ooh. Don't you dare tempt me. No, no. Yeah, I'm glad there weren't as many people there this year. As the oh, there were more this year than last year? No, no, no. Oh. There were people there last year I never saw before. Oh. So you made some new friends? People there, Josh didn't even know. Wow, so he made new friends too. Last year. How cool. Did you go last year, Jen? No, she was in the top one. Wow, I can only imagine if that many people showed up, how many of those people I went to school with at like, I mean, talk about a reunion, holy cow. Um, 
She was there? She was oh, that's there awesome. Here. Yeah, she came from Milwaukee. Yeah, whatever year I was here. Yeah, she's there from Milwaukee. Yeah, Yeah. She has like she has like five or six kids. It's amazing to see how many of these guys have kids and how many too. It's like Yeah. Wow. In all different age ranges too, you know. It was funny, something that Jim said, he's like, he's like, wow, man, we all got these kids around the same age. It's like, we all decided to have kids at the same time. He's like, the, he's like, the longest time, none of us won ever have kids. And all of a sudden, we all have kids at the same time. It's like, what's going on? Oh, my God, how funny. And then, uh, Tim Grant's wife's oldest daughter has a baby now. Holy cow. And they're living with Tim. So Tim came a couple times. Yeah, so Tim, Tim's a grandpa. Wow. I think she's 16. And and Rob Houston's son, Rob, both two sons have babies. Mm. So he's, oh, wow, those guys have babies. Not AJ, but Rob, Robbie and... Oh, and AJ? Hmm. I thought, I thought you guys said AJ just had me. Or, um, I don't know whether the older ones. That's who they were going to visit. Uh -huh. Here's, a, here's an idea for a movie, or even a... We're on a plane right now. So right, here's an idea. We are traveling on Airbus A320 aircraft. There are three laboratories on the aircraft. One up front, two behind me, uh, all the way in the back. Do please pay attention on the side. Side turn green is vacant. If it's red, it's occupied. The side also has the one in the back. The back is for the, uh, the F bathroom. The front is for forward bathroom, of course. Um, let's see. When you go in the bathroom, make sure you do business and make sure you flush. We have we have a flush button there, so make sure you flush. <laughs> a lot of people forget about that, so <laughs> I don't want to go after and take care of it. And another thing you will get, you guys will forget is forgot to lock the door, so make sure you latch the door. We have for quite a number today. My dub is TT. Next to me here is Ashley. I just joined a trip with her today, first time. And then uh, mid of the aircraft, that gentleman is Sam Allen, and then all the way in the back is Alexandra. Four of us going to take care of you guys. Go to Las Vegas. If anything we can do to make your flight more enjoyable, you let us know. Thank you. Welcome aboard. So there's the idea for either a movie or a TV show where a guy and his lady friend go to different locations. Flight tech captain like that. Our welcome aboard. Zero two four. One second. On our way to Vegas and then uh, San Diego. Uh, just finish up a couple things right now. We have uh, a very, very minor uh, maintenance situation. They're getting it all squared away, uh, filling out the paperwork, and so we should be on in just a few minutes. Unless you do take off three hours, eight minutes, take off, touchdown. Cruising altitude at 30,000 feet should be a pretty smooth ride. A few bumps over Kansas. There was a little weather that went through there last night. Uh, here, just come back to That's very important safety information. Please give me attention. So this idea, um, a guy and his lady friend, they, can, they, uh, they'll go from location to location and make this big deal 
about proposing. You know, he'll propose to her. He'll propose to her. It'll be this big crazy thing. They'll let the restaurant know about it. Everybody's clapping. They're all waiting for her answer. And then she says no. Boom, boom, boom. And then craziness ensues. Wow, that'd be crazy. Maybe like people dressed up in like bear costumes. I don't know what, but gorillas maybe. All right, ladies Come and swooping in and they... One, we have one big front seat available for purchase for $75. If you're interested, go ahead and let us know. Also, I know we're going to Vegas. Who's going in for a bachelor party? Who's going for birthdays? Divorces, marriages, anything. Yeah, all right. Look, guys, I know we're I know we're on our way to party. However, you cannot consume your own alcohol. If we find it, we take it. <laughs> well, don't do it anymore. So, again, if you want to purchase beverages, you're more than welcome, but please do not consume your own alcohol. Isn't it interesting? They brought up marriages. Look at that serendipity. We cut it right here. Real serendipity. So I was thinking the punchline is she says no. And then all of a sudden, I don't know, like gorillas or some strange thing happens. Or maybe people wearing horse heads or I don't know, something. Come rushing in and they pick them up. And they run out of the restaurant. Or maybe she goes no. And he goes, okay, fine, you pay for the meal then. Um, maybe he proposes to her after they pay for the meal. And then the gorillas come in, so it's not like anyone's skipping on the bill. I'm still kind of brainstorming on this idea, but right now, that's the, uh, that's the seed. That's the nugget. Jenny and I are now waiting at the Las Vegas airport. We have our, uh, what do you call it, layover, layover here. On our way back from Chi-Town to Los Angeles. And uh, so we just found a power source. So we're plugged in. We also found some free Wi-Fi. Things are on the up and up. And while we're here, we're just kind of looking through Instagram. And uh, so I want to read this. This is my friend uh, Suze Rocks on Instagram. S-U-Z underscore R-O-X. She's got some great stuff on there. Um, I'm not sure what book this is from. Maybe this is the name of the book or maybe this is just a, a paragraph, but I think this is, this is really awesome. The Road to Nowhere. Did you know that you are always exactly where you are supposed to be? Even when you think you are not? It's your ego that thinks you should be somewhere else doing something else with someone else as someone else. The ego is constantly searching for something. Its job is to seek, but never to find. So, we often spend our lives seeking, searching for something that always seems just over the horizon. Maybe you are searching for your purpose, yourself, your soulmate. But, what do you think will be different once you find that? This moment, right now, is no different from that moment in the future.
Right now, you are exactly where you are meant to be. This very moment is it. This very moment is the most amazing moment of your life, if you are open to its miracle. Now, I read that, and I, I read that, of course, right after, right after finding a power source and, and Wi-Fi. That moment felt different to me than the moment before we had a power source and before we had Wi-Fi and when my battery was at 62% and draining 1% each second. So it's interesting when you come across a passage like this. Um, this is, I think this is the kind of thing that is like would, would probably be like a good tattoo or something that you would have on your arm or something that you could always refer to and look at because... Uh, I, I, I admit, being, being back in Chi-Town, there were many of those moments where I wish I was somewhere else, um, doing something else, in moments that felt, you know, sort of uncomfortable or um, a vibe of negativity. And it's, it's, it's interesting to read a passage like that and then to apply it in those situations, um, it's really quite interesting. I've I've heard about that so many times before. The idea that everything you need is just right here, right now. And um, I guess those are the challenges that we get to have. You know, it's much easier when you're in your apartment and it's sunny outside and windows are open, you got some great music cranking, and you're making a podcast about positivity and, you know, manifesting your own reality and all that kind of stuff. It's so much easier then to be in that moment and be like, oh yeah, I'm in this vibe. It's so much, you know, that that's not the time to be applying that stuff necessarily. I mean, yeah, every time is the time to be applying that stuff. However, I think like the, the real times to actually apply that knowledge is in those times when it's not particularly um, what you would anticipate as a fun moment or as a pleasing moment or as even an exciting moment. Those are those times to figure out how to make it pleasing, how to make it joyful, how to make it pleasant. Those are those times where you actually start applying the knowledge that you learn things where you know, instead of seeing as believing, it's actually believing as seeing. You know, those are those time, times where you, 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 you really have to trust the process. And even if you see something that um, seems completely familiar to you, um, perhaps unfavorable, that you relate to as something unfavorable, that you've had many instances in the past where you're like, okay, this is unfavorable. Those, those are those times where you have to just go, okay, I'm trusting the process you know, these, these, these unexpected circumstances are happening right now. Everything I need is in this moment. So what can I do to access those things? What, 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 what can I do right now to feel calm in those moments or to let stuff slide off of us or to redefine how we receive information given to us at that time? 
um, there were there were you know there were a few times in the Chicago land area where I was rude, short, cranky, grumpy, and in my brain I'm going, well, it's because of this circumstance that's making me this way. Well, that's you know, that's the mark of a true sage, the mark of a true shaman, so to speak, is being able to apply the information you know in those situations. That's where it really feels like it really, it really mean, you know, really means something. And then you can come out the other end and go, oh my gosh, wow, I applied the knowledge I know, and it worked, and holy cow, I was, I had a choice in the matter. I, I, I can redefine this, and I gotta say, I. I dropped the ball on many occasions in, in being able to calibrate myself in that fashion. So I'm not too eager to get back into situations like that where I've got to do that again. I know those things make us grow. I know the challenges make us grow and expand our consciousness and um, expand our knowledge. And then once we get through that and our mind is expanded in those, so when we come across in the future similar circumstances, now we have some experience that, that we can draw from in that reservoir of knowledge in our brains that we can now apply to that situation. So it's definitely one of those lessons in practicing what you preach, practicing what you theorize, uh, it's always a work in progress. I suppose if we were always the refined being that we may aspire to be, then where do you go from there, I guess? I remember reading an article about expert, you know, like, it's not necessarily good to be an expert. And the, the point that was being made was that if you call yourself an expert in something, or you're considered an expert in something, that, that, that kind of gives this idea that you're already at the level that you need to be and you, there's no further learning. Like you, you, you have no need for any further learning. You have no need for um, expansion because you've already expanded as far as you can. You've already known, you already know everything that you need to know about that thing. And that's it, you're the expert. Well, and then what do you do? You just rest on your laurels, as, some, as, as it's been said? You rest on your laurels, you just sit there now? Okay, cool, I, I'm king of the mountain, I'm just gonna sit here, so to speak. Um, perhaps there are other sides of the mountain that haven't been explored yet. Perhaps there are other nature-filled areas that you know have some delicious fruit in there that you, you haven't plucked yet. Uh, uh, fresh streams of consciousness that you can dip in and drink. Uh, speaking of which, speaking of drinking, Jenny and I are drinking these medicine balls. Philly Ocean and I drink the medicine balls uh, on our way to Yachtly Cruise shows. Anytime he feels a cold coming on, he'll get one of those. Now, I've been out of town, I've been away from my ozonator, so. Um, once we get back into town, we will, I will be utilizing, uh, the first thing I will do, I'll put it on a 20-minute cycle, give Jenny a tall glass of that ozonated water, another 20-minute cycle for myself, guzzle it down, and this is a perfect opportunity, actually, to, to test it out, because 
it's been, I think, two or three days since I started sneezing um, and feeling sniffles and that little tickle in the throat, um, the congestion. Up until this point, whenever I felt something like that just, just teetering on the horizon, I'd immediately get the ozonated water and bam, wipe it out. This is a wonderful experiment to really, really push the uh, pedal to the metal, as they say. M-E-T-T-L-E. Put the petal, ooh, put the petal to the metal. P-E-T-A-L, that's a good one. Hmm. Ah. See what that flower is made of. Put that petal to the metal. So now I get, get a chance to really see how that ozonator works when um, when you've had a few days of a uh, of a cold seeping into you. Mm. Ah, this medicine ball drink. I suggest this to anyone anyone who has one of these. What I suggest first and foremost is definitely getting an ozonator. Get yourself an ozonator. The company I got mine from is A2 number two Z A2 Z. Uh, if you Google that, you will you will find those ozonator machines. They're made right here in America. You can talk to the people on the phone. Um, they got videos up. It's uh, really really quite intriguing. So I'm happy that I read this quote when I did. Um, right now it's uh, 6:43. The plane will be leaving it. 7.45 or something. How long of a flight is it, Jenny? Uh, I think it's only like an hour and a half. Oh, that's good. Hour and a half flight. And then uh, we'll take that to the Van Nuys flyaway. And then, and then uh, an Uber ride. Uber ride from there, which I will most likely interview the Uber driver. So you can listen for that. Earlier in this podcast, um, you heard us out there at the cemetery visiting our relatives and that's, you know, if, if you haven't been to visit your, uh, if you've got relatives in the cemetery and you live near them and you haven't been there in a while, I suggest go out there and just sit, sit there, sit there with them and with their remains, we all know that. Well, not we all we all know, but um, I like to believe that when when someone transitions over from this 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 old shoe of a body into a higher vibrating consciousness, um, they probably got better things to do than to hang around their grave all the time. However, I would say sit there. And just really soak in those memories, soak in those memories, soak in the history of what those people went through um, in their lives. Uh, because without their existence, you wouldn't be existing. So that's a pretty big deal. And if you have your grandparents or a grandparent alive right now, ask them all those stories. Ask them the stories, the stuff they haven't thought about in a long time. Like uh, you heard earlier, I was talking with we were talking with my mom about the corral and how she met James, uh, uh, James Brown. I never knew that. I would have never heard that story, and she would have never told that story if she was not reminded of all that stuff. So there are so many stories knocking around in there, and um, 
it's it's really intriguing and you just might find a lot of interesting commonalities and similarities uh, between how your your uh, your relatives chose to handle situations you know how they might match up with how you choose to handle situations uh, there's a, there's there's a, there's a lot of wisdom. So we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll have more to talk about later in the uh, in the car with the Uber driver. What's up? What's up? What's up? That's so sweet. Thank you, BFS. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Oh, that just blessed my little heart. God bless you. I appreciate you chiming in with me. I pray you're having a good day. Um, God always making a way. And uh, I just try to be who I am every day going on. Just like you say, I'm going to tell it. <laughs> Let you know what's going on. <laughs> Over here in H-Town, native, New Orleans, New Orleanian. <laughs> but keep it moving. I appreciate you. And um, God bless you. And uh, I just thank God that you took time out to say hi to me. And I love, I love it. I love the intro. And I will be plugging it in. God bless you. Much love. Peace. This is Dr. D with the Boom Factor.